Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. When it comes to reviewing your finances, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. It's something few people ever do. But if you never review your mortgage, you'll never know if there might be a better option. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, be sure to talk to us and see if switching could make a difference. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. All right, we are uh, leaving the flatlands and we are heading up towards the mountaintop. Yeah, said a thousand dollars for the day. Filming services. Discretion is appreciated. A yellow door. I'm realizing that no one knows I'm here. Hi. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to scare you. I'm assuming you're Aaron. Yeah, I Aaron. Joseph. Oh my God. Oh my God. Welcome to Second Take's review of Creep, starring and written by Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplass, and directed by Patrick Bryce. So the reason I've hired you is because I have terminal brain cancer, and I want you to film me to make a video diary for my unborn son. You ready for this? Okay. Joseph! This is called an adventure. Exactly where we're going. But I have a feeling. When you follow those feelings, great things can happen. Don't ever forget that. Joseph? <laughs> there was about two seconds there where it looked like you wanted to kill me. Sebastian. Have you ever done anything you're really ashamed of? I'm Andy Schossler. Is there anybody there? And I'm Alex. Tubby time. I'm Zanzi Weber. And welcome to our review of Creep, 
It's a movie that we we all watched, and we're going to talk about mm-hmm. in the in the context of making a film review. That's how this show works. It won't be creepy at all. No, nope. mm. it's completely normal, and there's nothing really there's nothing really to see here. <sighs> oh, really? No. <laughs> what do you call like the opposite of ASMR? ASMR. The, yeah. the bad version of that, though, is just ASMR? Yeah, yeah. What's the good version called then? ASMR. Okay, no. We need yeah. new words. There's, there's no differentiation between bad ASMR and good ASMR. Can we call, just call it B-ASMR, like bad ASMR? I think that's like the easiest way. I mean, you can petition the United Nations for that, I guess. I think that's who you'd go through. What? The, the UN? Yeah, the UN. This is going to take like forever. Decades. And millions of dollars. Yeah. Oh, I don't have any Just of these the travel things. alone. I don't have the, the forever or the millions of dollars. And that's why no one's done it before. I'll take your petition to. though. Why can't you change, change.org, right? Into a petition <laughs> through that. And like, we need a new word for ASMR that's bad. Um, who's seen this movie before? Zane has. Zane suggested it. Zane did suggest it. It's another review too. I, hadn't, so. I was watching it for the first time. Okay. Likewise. Likewise, but with a positive note to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why'd you pick it, Zane? I like it. I think this is a a good version of what a found footage, a, a lo-fi found footage film can be. Yeah. Uh, because it is uh, the the actual, we'll get into it in the trivia, but like the actual process is very, was very lax. They shot a lot. Yeah. They used a little and they made a story out of what they shot rather than going in with set beats to hit. Because um, originally this is meant to be a dark comedy, not a horror, so or a thriller or whatever. Oh, okay, that explains it. a lot. I was giggling a lot throughout this movie. Yeah, and I was absolutely. wondering why. <laughs> uh, so it is classified as a horror thriller now. It was meant to be a dark comedy at the start, but after a few screenings and a few test cuts, uh, their advice from the people who were watching it was saying that this should probably be a horror, okay. be darker horror and escalate that extra level into this isn't funny anymore. This is really creepy. Now, I think most of us would have watched this on Netflix because in Australia it's on there currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I noticed that the sequel is also on Netflix. Have you seen it? I have. How does it hold up comparatively to this? I'm just um, curious because you see a lot of decline normally when it comes to um, honestly anything found footage, let alone just sequels in general. Quality, almost exactly the same. Um, as in like yeah, on screen quality, do you mean? Or- Yes, yep. yeah, 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 and also of the storytelling. Um, it has it's uh, it's a different story, and it takes a different twist. I'm very interested to see what the third one is. Does, uh, there is a third one in production. Hmm. There was kind of always after the success of the first one, there was always going to be three. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything about the second, but they really kind of close off the story. So, so wait, is it a continuation about the same character though? Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Because like, I, I, without getting into anything spoilery, at the very end of this film, I was like, "Oh, it's really weird having how it ended compared to a lot of the found footage films we yeah. have seen." Because mm. it is so like there, there is so much potential for even sequels or it's, prequels. Given it, it's one of my bad questions, actually. Ooh, your bad questions, eh? Mm-hmm. Like your bad ASMR questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's pretend. Well, no. So the the sequel starts with him trying this whole trick again. Yep. Yep. So. Um, this this whole thing that he's pulling in this movie, he tries to do it again with another person. Yeah, when you, at the end when you end with the tape library, it's like, yeah, Kenny, is it going to be the next story or are we going to do that thing where we like see like the first time or something? Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's pretend I've never done this show before in my life. What's the what's the next segment? Just as a test for you guys, because I know the answer. Obviously, we start with trivia. Yeah, I know that. I know that. 
We've yeah, already kind of done trivia, Seb. You're really bad at hosting. I'm not. And yet he insists on going first every time. I got you, this. <laughs> you let it slip. It's all about <laughs> mic time. <laughs> uh, so who's trivia then? Trivia. I, trivia? I, I, yeah, oh, no. I, I've pretty much said everything that exists. No, you can't. Before. We have a thing that we play. I have more. No, we haven't started that yet, though. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Hey, Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole. It is Wednesday, my dudes. So, I have actually got some trivia. As I live and breathe, shock me. So when Joseph is cutting Aaron's hair, Mm. it's not Joseph's arm. They fucked up. That's why it's a bad film because they fucked up this one scene. He's got a hairy arm and Joseph's character doesn't have a really hairy arm. So fuck you, filmmaker. What Actually, if, what, what if he right. practiced on his own arm first? Make sure that he but does it Joseph softly. doesn't have a hairy arm and it was a hairy arm. That okay, he here's, my, here's my answer. <laughs> what if there was a third killer? Oh, yeah. as opposed to there just being one and two. Sorry, like. sorry. Joseph was stalking. What was the other guy's name? Aaron. Aaron. So what if Aaron? What if Aaron was just so popular he had two stalkers? Joseph, who was you know in the end, you know, you know what that happened with, and a, third, a second stalker who was just like building like a shrine to him and took his hair. You know what? This is really creepy. I keep going to these guys' houses and filming them doing all this random shit, and then they keep following me. I don't get it. It's so <laughs> crazy. Oh. So any other trivia, guys? Yes. It was released <laughs> as Peach Fuzz in Poland Peach and Russia. Fuzz. The title was Peach Fuzz, <laughs> oh, which was it. its original title uh. when it was going to be a comedy. And yeah, after yeah. test screenings with their friends and, and some and some other close people, and they kind of re- reworked it into this horror thriller and, ch- uh. and changed the title specifically so that the audience wouldn't be thinking, why on earth is it called Peach Fuzz? It's just, yeah. it's creep. Yeah. People are creepy. Right, I can get on it and, and keep paying attention to the, the film. The power of editing. <laughs> yes. So um, I struggled to find a porn parody of this film. Apparently that's just not a thing. Um, and then I tried to make up a name and it also is, is a lot more difficult than it said. So Creep with uh, dick. Well, Alex suggested deep. So... I mean, like both of yours are hundred percent better than my nothing. Um, so I'm just going to say while I couldn't find anything, I'm sure on deviant art because of the fairy community and like the whole wolf mask mm-hmm. thing in this film, I'm sure you can find it. I just wasn't committed to it five o'clock this morning to take that dive, but like, I'm sure yeah. it's there. So my trivia is I don't have any trivia. <laughs> your trivia is uh, you didn't do your job, but spend five minutes explaining it. I spent five minutes explaining why I didn't delve into furry porn. So that's not an adequate explanation. I think it's, it's I think it's a, it's like you're not even not. committed to this bit. All right. Well, yeah. you guys take over for a second <laughs> and we're going to do this as a team. Um, I don't know if it was mentioned, but the whole thing was like pretty much improvised. Yeah. 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 That, 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 that comes them. off. It, yeah. it, it comes, the dialogue is a little bit stilted sometimes. Oh yes. And it just kind of goes nowhere and you're waiting for something interesting, especially yes. when they're telling each other's stories in the diner yeah. and then, and then the, uh, the, the wife rape story, just all kind of, I was, I was, I was screaming at the screen. Oh my God, you're so full of shit. Call him out on it because yeah. it's, it's just not, 
It's not believable in any way. Yeah. Even in the film, even is in the context of the film, it's not believable. Are we talking about trivia? I'm so confused. No, I've, yeah. I've moved right, on. Well, let, let's go on. <laughs> let's, yeah. Two movie babies. Hasta la vista, baby. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Okay. Movie baby smoothies, babies, babies. Yes, that one. Um, okay, so I had. Do you guys remember that old meme, overly attached girlfriend? Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's still current. Well, but it's it's like five years old, which is like okay. an ancient Egyptian it, level, true. like hieroglyphic meme. Um, plus, um, misery, the Stephen King yes. story about the writer that gets stuck in the cabin. I and also gets his legs had broken. misery. Yeah. So just having the obsessed person that's trying to trap someone in this place with them in this, it's very differently played out. But just the idea of having that okay. crazy sort of. I guess fan slash potential lover. I don't know. Yeah. I went a different way. I had this as a mix between one hour photo and Mr. Brooks. Yeah. Oh. That's, yeah that's, that's a good mix. Mr. Brooks is <laughs> what? Mr. Brooks is the Kevin Costner serial killer film, specifically because you've kind of got the killer explaining things as, they, as, as they're going along. He's explaining his motivations and how he, how he does stuff along the way. And yeah. Mr. Brooks is a good film. In fact, we yeah. should do that film. Well, listen, maybe. <laughs> the schedule is pretty tight. Um, one Hour Photos of Robin Williams one, is yes, it? Yes, oh. where he uh, starts to stalk a, a family, having, having you know, seen their entire their lives. Yeah, that's right. Did yeah. he do two movies around the same time period where he was a crazy stalker? Or am I now mixing him up with someone else? Cause I think no, there's, a lot there's of those Insomnia as well, which, yeah. which was his. No, Insomnia wasn't him. Insomnia was... Wasn't it? Wasn't it Robert De Niro? Yeah, it was. And Robin Williams was, oh, the, was well. the villain. Yeah. Oh. There you go. What a, what a weird a, period in his career. A few films where he played a serious role, not a non-comedic role. But both role. like a serial killer stalker sort of character. That's yeah, yeah, interesting. Okay, hmm. Alex, you guys ever heard of Nicolas Cage? No, who is I he? I believe I'm vaguely familiar with that name. My comic time is he a is fighter? Hey, is he a fighter? Uh, like a street fighter? Yeah, yeah. Right. No, actually, um, I thought it was more of a cage fighter. Remember probably. that comic timing I said was amazing? This is it. <laughs> well, um. There's a rumor that he'll just accept any work, like and all work. <laughs> and I'm really surprised they didn't get him for this film because it feels like a mix between one of his bad films and another one of his bad films. Yes. Someone who's not known for his comic timing though, Nick Cage. And this movie was originally meant to be a comedy. So I can see why they didn't approach Nick Cage. Nick Cage mm. is hilarious. Yeah, but I don't think no, no, and, in, in, in an ironic No, no, and I'm, no I'm not okay. being ironic. I, I, I think he's terrifically funny. Mm, do you think he's intending to be funny though? Yeah, I think he's perfectly aware of who he is. Mm. He may have let his ego get to him in the 90s and early 2000s. But I think now, doing doing films from the last 10 years, I think he's perfectly aware of who he is and where he sits he on He has that. a movie called Stolen. Yeah. About his daughter being taken. Yeah. And $10 million no, on sorry. the line. Yeah. No, his daughter was stolen. It's in the title. <laughs> sorry. His daughter was kidnapped. Stolen. So, so did you have specific Nick Cage films in mind or you were oh, just no, mixing no. two bad Nick Cage films? Yeah. As vaguely as that as yes, that comes yeah. off. Okay, very well. All right. That is exactly. Let's my, take a spoonful of the <laughs> of the bad Nick Cage. I like how like Mix we're, it we're, to all the rest of the bad. Nick <laughs> we're still playing coy about everyone's feelings about this film at this point, right? Oh, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You have no idea what if I'm going to recommend or not. Man, you're so coy. It's like it's like you're a pond. Anyway, um, Zane, I'm the real Mick. Don't. 
Cool. Don't segue to me with something like that, Sebastian. Speaking of koi ponds, <laughs> Zane. In what sense am I a koi pond? You're tranquil in Japanese. Oh, I thought you said coupon really weirdly. <laughs> coupon? Speaking What's of a coupon? Like a voucher. A coupon. A coupon. A coupon. Why am I a coupon? I don't fucking know. Yeah, I mean, to it be fair, I said it, but I didn't say that. My babies were the feelings from misery mm. mixed with the less than great improvised dialogue of Blair Witch. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah the dialogue yeah. really lets it down. No, the dialogue one. was way See, better in this than it was in Blair Witch. Yeah. See, I guess we'll get onto that when we move on from movie <laughs> yes. smoothies. Speaking of which, what are we up to now? Tweet, tweets? Tweet. I've gone back to uh, Sweep. it's a plot synopsis. Tweet. <laughs> okay, so you've just deconstructed it. No, no, he's reconstructed it. <laughs> he's taking it apart into its into parts. It's deconstructed. So, yeah, so what he's done is he's reconstructed the portmanteau. <laughs> if we, which is a deconstruction and amalgam. Follow me on this journey. <laughs> If tweet synopsis or plot sweets was a pie, and mm. now it is plot synopsis tweets, you've taken the mince out of the pie, you've undone the pastry, you've put it in an unbaking machine, and now you just have short crust pastry and yeah. mince. You've yeah. deconstructed. No, no, no. Like a Japanese kitchen, you're served the ingredients raw and you cook them to your pleasure. Yep, so you've deconstructed the Somebody the brings meal. you a tray full of raw pastry and raw mince, Right, brings you an easy bake oven and says, "There you go. That'll be forty five dollars. Thank you." But in Some this would case, say that burning meat is in fact deconstruction because you're destroying it, whereas uncooking meat is reconstructing it. I think there's a line between <laughs> deconstruction and destruction, though. Like I can take a house apart and turn it into a pile of neatly stacked, you know, stacked bricks and timber, or Sebastian, I can blow it up. There's Sebastian, a difference there. Your leadership on this podcast is severely in question at this at this point. What is going this on here? This conversation has dissolved. The has deepest been circles of hell are reserved for betrayers and mutiny. This what is, is mutiny. Can I, can I just here? say, sit down. welcome to our new podcast, <laughs> Semantics 101 with Sebastian. It's not even semantics, guys. You're just- yeah, it's semantics, you dick. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, someone said it. And today I'm going to read it to you. Any sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles. No, stop. No, what? Why would you do that? <laughs> we're talking a... about creep. Yeah. No, we're talking about tweets. <laughs> about creep. yeah, creepy tweets. Okay, it's just when you made yeah. that noise and it's it was called, creepy. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. That's what I was meant to do. Um, Andrew. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. Please. Uh, Creep explores the idiocy of a filmmaker not taking advantage of college intern programs. Hashtag disposable people. <laughs> Accurate. Oh, boo. Can I go? I'm going to go. <clears throat> a dude with a camera travels to a help a creepy dude film a creepy thing and then gets creeped out by the creepy dude doing creepy things to him, then gets murdered. Hashtag saw it coming from the first scene we were introduced to Joseph's character. Was it the title? Was it the title <laughs> that told you? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, strong evidence that you should never, ever, ever give someone a second chance. I thought that was simple. Yeah. Same. Creep. An argument for the Second Amendment. No. Let's talk the good. Okay. Go ahead. Make my day. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! Let me address the faces around the table. Uh, Why'd you just look at me when you said that? <laughs> because you have a face, Alex, and you are the closest face to me. True, true. I acknowledge that the dialogue isn't great in this film. Yep. Yes. But with found footage films like this one and like Blair Witch, I forgive that because of the slice of life slash this is real people just being happened to be caught on film sort of the pleasure of the film comes conceit. from yeah it yeah. comes from the tone that it sets not from the details yeah that, that have been and presented. i think a lot of the charm mm. of this film for me at least at the start is this photographer being caught totally off guard by this person doing things that he does not know how to deal with other than just smiling and nodding yeah. and you are in that position going, oh, I would not, I would, no, I would, <laughs> I, I, this is a hard pass from Zane. Yeah. And then that mm. escalating and him going, oh, realising that he should have cut it off really early, but now that he's, he's just Maybe baby just asked, steps and asked baby a few steps. questions. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so <laughs> I think that's why I forgive the dialogue yeah. um, and I think – knowing a little bit about the process of the film uh, makes it an interesting exercise in editing um, and uh-huh. and also in performance. Um, I'm interested. There, there are three um, other filmed endings to this movie. I don't know what any of them are, uh, but it's really interesting what they managed to put on screen and why they did it that right. way. I believe one was a severe blowjob. A severe. Severe. What's a severe? severe. Bl- like, yeah, it's not normally a as opposed adjective to a, you'd use for that. As opposed to a light. Like with teeth? Blowjob. Severe. <laughs> oh, like okay. with a leaf blower? This is a real thing or a bit? That's, it feels like a bit. It's real? <laughs> Come on. Jeez. It still feels like a bit. The more you, <laughs> the more you back this up, it feels. Oh. On, on the acting, you immediately, at, at least I got an immediate creepy feel from Joseph. When he, uh, oh, yeah. when, when he's up at the house, creepy guy. But then he's describing, oh, I'm a cancer survivor and all that. And you kind of, I kind of got on board. Okay, now I have a little bit of sympathy for him yeah. because of that. He's I in can, a different headspace. He's approaching life in a different way. I can this dis- isn't something a normal person would do. Exactly. I can dismiss yeah. all the creepiness as an uh, eccentricity come about, uh, you know, having, having this huge life change. Mm. And then in the diner, it gets creepy again. And it's yeah. a really nice transition through all of that. And that, that's the thing. You, you kind of get caught up in this like, oh, this is a bit past my comfort zone. And then he's like, okay, sorry about that. This is why yeah. I did. And then. I've just got that- a wild sense of humor. <laughs> and yeah. okay, that's, I, I can buy that. It's weird, but I can buy that. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I think, and I think. Because this movie was, it was released in cinemas, but not wild, widely. It then got its international release on Netflix. So oh. I think that ties into why it was rated so highly on Rotten Tomatoes and whatever, because there was 
so little stakes mm-hmm. going into this movie. You're just like, oh, new Netflix movie. Let's see what it is. And then it surprises you by doing something that not all Netflix movies do. Like you watch a horror movie on Netflix, or at least I do, with the expectation that it's going to be super trashy and bad. Whereas this one was at least interesting to engage with. Speaking of expectations, I was pleasantly surprised by how often they took horror movie and thriller cliches and turn them in, in, into yeah, jokes. Yeah. I hate jump scares. Yeah. Absolutely mm. detest them. They are such a lazy bit of a bit of writing and a lazy thing to do on screen to build up tension. And here they're used as a punchline. Yeah. And yeah. you don't really see it coming, <laughs> but it's it's brilliantly yeah. done. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I appreciated uh, actually the actions of the the main character, Aaron. Only from the perspective of like normally watching a horror film, I'm like, okay, yep. So everyone in the room is stupid. You just have to accept that nobody is going to make any intelligent <laughs> decisions until maybe the final girl. But even then, yeah, probably not. She's um, going to run upstairs anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I appreciate it. Like, okay, I was watching this with my wife, and I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I would feel too socially awkward to say anything at this point. And Aaron would yeah, get in that moment. Yeah. Or at the very end of the film, she's like, why is he going and meeting him in a park? And I was like, to be fair. I was thinking maybe this guy just needs someone to talk to. So I would have died in this film. That okay. was, you see someone okay. get axed in the head. That's me because, I mean, I may not have stood there sitting facing one direction for five hours straight or whatever the hell it was, but <laughs> it was, wasn't five no, hours. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was maybe three minutes. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you just saw everything happening behind. <laughs> um, but, you know, that part aside, because even when I'm meeting a friend at a cafe, I don't just sit there and face, you know, a wall waiting for them to get there. I look around and stuff here and I there. Don't know. Especially if, if I'm meeting if a you, weird person. If you're waiting and you're bored and you're completely trusting of your surroundings, you might get buried in your phone pretty quickly. Also and just, have headphones in. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've walked up on you and surprised you before with your headphones in just waiting outside my apartment. Yeah. I'm, he's sneaky though. <laughs> But I, yeah, thought, I appreciated it because I was like, for me, yeah. he matched it with how I would be handling a lot of situations to the point where like, oh no, I'm the stupid horror movie victim. It's strangely believable in that yeah. sense. Mm. Again, I was screaming at the, at the television saying, yeah. ask him some questions, call him out on something, yeah. do that. And then when I was thinking about it, I kind of thought, bloody hell, I'm not entirely certain how I would, would react. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I think I would be doing a lot of double takes for myself and just and just asking, is this really? Did I just hear what I thought I heard? Is this and, really and going also, on? Yeah. I think in that situation, like it's not that he is not revealing stuff about him, so you kind of don't want to direct the the line of questioning because he is constantly telling you things about yeah. himself. So yeah. you're kind of processing that rather than jumping ahead and then looking back and seeing all the inconsistencies in what he said or, or what have you. So, And yeah. if you are a filmmaker and you're particularly passionate about what you do, in the back of your mind you're here for a job. Yeah. So you can still – And money. Yeah. And and money, Well, which he gets up front anyway, so that's yeah. fine. He's just there then to do the job. But he's still there to do the job. And I, I could forgive him for still wanting to treat it all professionally that, okay, he's not directly talking to his boy but he wants to make it as a sort of – a legacy film, I'm sure I can, you know, this will be an interesting thing to cobble together in editing yeah. from all these rantings. Yeah. And I think, I think that that's, that's the, the saving grace of the film is its ability to put the viewer in Aaron's shoes. Yeah. And think about like, would you do anything differently to what he did? I probably would have, I probably would have engaged a little bit more, but having like a few more questions, he's a, yeah. he's a different person than I am. And, yeah. So I would probably interview more than just yes. let him talk at the camera. 
We watch movies in a very different way. <laughs> we certainly do. <laughs> this I, is something that I've come to realize. Uh, yeah. After, uh, well, even during watching this film, I was like, why just, just fucking leave? Like as soon, like as soon as he like waited around and the guy got there and you know, like the bam on the car or whatever. And like, I was like, yeah, I'd fucking leave. I don't care. Like, uh, but like, I was Were wasn't- you thinking that at the time? Or is that just in retrospect, knowing no, what would no, have happened? I, like, you now you now see that red flag. Yeah, because you don't necessarily see red flags as they're happening. Like, I kind of got the feeling like I would just leave. Like this guy wasn't there when you he said he was going. Well, it's creepy. I mean, you've answered a Craigslist ad in the first place for a yeah, filming and job. See, like that's the other disconnect. Like, I I'm, I couldn't put myself in Aaron's shoes because I would never. You'd never be there in the first place. Go out and do that sort of thing, right? So okay, but if, so okay. Uh, say if I I said to you, uh, "Hey Alex, I've got a great idea for a podcast. Can you come over to my apartment and we all talk about it?" Yeah, I know you. I've known you for all three years. Yeah, uh, this other guy's going to be there. So just uh, just we're, he's going to be part of the podcast. And in this situation, I'm setting this whole thing up. I'm like puppet mastering the creep and you, and yeah. just see how long. And then I'll lock the door, and then you won't be able to get out. And then suddenly an axe is there. But don't worry, it's a it's a lumberjack podcast, and you love lumberjacks, and he is a lumberjack. And uh, don't worry about the axe, and uh, put this blindfold on because that's part of the whole thing. We're going to turn the lights off. Gonna put the- yeah. I lost your metaphor, man. <laughs> it's completely different to what this film is. No, but you can but you can you can build a very tense situation, a very dangerous situation in little steps. At 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 no point running up those steps do you do you realize that you're in a dangerous situation until you're at the very top and you can't turn back. You can do that. You can you, you can build on those on those little steps and each one does this little extra extra little creepy thing that you can kind of excuse if you're still on board with some other with with some other you yeah. know idea of why you're there yeah, i guess maybe for you guys just and and well who 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 are you in the lord of the rings me personally uh, a bystander yeah. that doesn't get killed um, <laughs> but but uh, do you enjoy those films because you put yourself in the hero's shoes or are you just no, watching I just watch so why why can't you just watch this film about this guy who makes but, the wrong decisions? But that's what you, you're saying. Like in in if I was this guy, I wouldn't do that. I would make this decision. I'm not saying that. I am watching this film, going, I'm not going to be there anyway. Okay, I will say. Okay, so just doing a quick search of Craigslist murders because I was curious. <laughs> so there's a guy called Philip Markov. Uh, who was referred to as the Craigslist killer because he would literally just arrange meet up some Craigslist and murder the people that got there. Yeah, and that's the way. I think it's a different disconnect as us as in Australia as well. Like we Craigslist exists here, like by extension, there is an Australian oh, link, but no gum, gum tree, yeah. any any classified. Uh, you can you can yeah. you can do the same thing. So too, yeah. and yeah, um, there's a there's a there's an app that you can use where you literally like I need someone to paint my bedroom. You put it up there, and a bunch of people that are qualified painters or not can be like, "Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. do it for fifty bucks." I forget the name of the app; doesn't matter. But high pages, I think. Yeah, yeah, one of those. So I can literally put an ad out and be like, "Hey, someone come over to my house and help me build this shed. I'll pay you fifty bucks now." Mm-hmm. Cool. This person's now going to come there and work with someone they don't know yeah. for an exchange of cash. with power tools. Yes, and to be fair, they we could be working on the shed, and I could just take two steps, grab a machete, lop off the head, or you know, try to. I guess I'm not that you strong. Could. Also, they could. 
you're to me. Sneak in and power drill you in the face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's the thing of like, this guy was like hired as as a freelance yeah. cameraman. So, I mean, I think after the bang on the car thing, that wouldn't have even in real life, that'd be fucking annoying, but that wouldn't have been like red flag, he's going to murder me. Cause I think that's a horror movie meta jump but that also, I would have to make that, in that's, real that's life. A really, I mean, that's yeah. a really good way to set that expectation because you're going like, oh, okay, this guy is going to be weird. A fucking oh, weird I mean, guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. from real life perspective, just cause someone knocks on my car loudly one time, I'm not going to immediately make the jump of he's here to kill me. I think that's something yeah. that oh, you take his baggage into you when watching a horror film. That's fair. I can yeah. concede that. Yeah. But, but people are saying people are literally real life have oh, fallen yeah. for these things. Like, oh, yeah. He's one of 10 kills that came up when I searched. It's um, not, it's yeah. not difficult. I mean, it's, it's not uncommon either. I was reading a whole thread of like Craigslist, um, like scams and things like that. And this, this kid was um, selling iPhones or something at the, like a cemetery gate or something, but would rob them and then have more phones and then would go and sell them to like a pawn shop. <laughs> and so like it, I know it's out there, but like bang on the door. Okay, sure. Yeah. What a dickhead, Let's, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like fuck you for starters. Like I don't know you. Um, But then like wasn't so, there a, a stage where they were like going up the stairs again and he's like, ah, oh, I should really get back. Like at the very, at the end of the night, like before he has the drink and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he like, says, I was going to pour you a whiskey. Yeah. And, and gets him inside that Like, way. I'd be like, mm, no, I've got to drive. I'm going to go now. Um, bye. Yeah. The drive like, will take you 20 minutes. Yeah. It'll take you 20 minutes. Come inside for a drink. I just wanted to wrap up a nice day. Come the on. It'll, is, it'll, nah, it'll be a nice I ending for the film. I probably would have gone in for the drink because I would feel too socially awkward to not take yeah. the offer. But- you you might be like, no, I'm, I've made my decision. And that's yeah. absolutely fine. After everything that had happened that day, I would have been like, yeah, no, I'm yeah, good. Bye. I understand that. Don't get me wrong. If I was in the right Maybe. headspace, I would have said no as well. It depends on if someone's really annoyed me or not. But if I'm trying to be polite to someone. How many times did he fucking jump scare you? That Twice? Day? He did, but he's just have a weird, he just has a weird sense of humor. Yeah. And I'm not on board with that. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's fine. <laughs> but like for me, I would be like, even if I'm, a, if I'm not enjoying it, I would feel like social obligation. So I'm just saying personality wise, yeah. it's not for me, it wasn't a jumping character that I couldn't understand. Like I said, I would just, I was going along until the axe was in my head at the end of the movie. That was me because I had all the decisions being made for me. It was like, you know, I could see how I would come there. I mean, apart from the not turning around thing. Um, okay. We're going nowhere with that. <laughs> I do have, Alex true. is it's, not on board. No, I'm not. I do have, I'm just not. I don't know if this is a good, it's, okay, it's a bad thing. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. I liked, really liked the um, camera fake outs. When you're watching uh, Joseph drag the bags up, um, up the hill and start digging the grave, thirty minutes into the film, and you think you're, you're already dead. thinking, "Okay, Aaron's dead. Where on earth is this going?" And then it does, and, and then it does the pull away of, "Oh, he's just recording the screen in the in the thing." And then later on, it does it with uh, uh, with, with Joseph mm. um, after uh, after the, the the final park scene. It's nice. I I thought it was really effective. I really liked it. There was a moment in this film where I thought that I was going to absolutely love it. And it, I'm not saying I didn't like the film, but there was this moment where they almost convinced me of something happening that ended up didn't occur. Yes. When they went in for drinks and Aaron was like, you know, he doesn't want to do this, he wants to go home and stuff. And he goes and he pulls the drinks and he gives it to her, Joseph and himself. He's obviously got the small amount. He's mm-hmm. given Joseph this huge amount. We've, you know, he's drugged him and stuff. I thought, oh my God, because I know this film is about somebody like, you know, abducting or, you know, stalking someone. Oh, is it Aaron? I thought it was flipped. And right. I thought, 
he's been playing coy this entire time. He has, quote, lost his keys. He hasn't. He's giving context nice. for this other man to make him stay the night. I thought it was going to flip and Aaron was going to be the stalker or the, the bad guy. I thought he was drugging him. Okay. And halfway through the movie, and ta- a protagonist would change. You know what? Interesting. I probably would have enjoyed that. Right? Yeah. Because that's what I thought it was going. And I was like, shit, we've like, they, how, how not clever is that? You're tricking us into following the antagonist for the yeah. first half hour as if they're the good guy. And now, bam, we're, you know, we're out of our depth. Now we're just as lost as our characters are. And the film didn't do that, which is not, I'm not going to discredit it for that, but I thought that they were doing it. And I was like, that's a good twist. I'm sure that those scenes are on the cutting room floor. Yeah. I, I, I imagine they would have explored that. I can't say anything here or I'll spoil things. Oh, Boo. Well, but well, there is a second movie, everyone. Ah, very good. Na, na, na. I wanted to say one other thing uh, on, on the cam work that I really liked. In the scene where uh, Aaron is sleeping, Joseph is, is in the house and all you see is the camera lit up on Aaron's face and then it starts to move up, yep. right? That was, that was really – that was quite effective at creeping me out. You know that somebody's moving yeah. the camera. You know it's Joseph yeah. is moving the camera. Really nicely done though. It's not him in the background somewhere. It's 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 the camera lifting up. So yeah, and then had uh, this is one of my bad notes. Had Aaron watched his recording, this is my complaint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine imagine him seeing that and just going, "Holy fuck, somebody's been in the house," and yep. and and, yeah. and finding out that way. I mean that that <laughs> is that's the one conceit that I didn't get in the movie is that not not having watched his recordings because I don't really care, but the fact that Aaron films himself so much. Yeah, like, oh yeah. really? That's the part oh, for me. It's yeah. the not watching the recordings. So yeah, like, like he's like, oh yeah, he got into the, my house through this little crack in the window here. It's like, boy, he was standing at your front door for you know, <laughs> ten minutes while you were searching through the house. Shall we? Moving about? Yeah. Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. I've fallen and I can't get up. I can't believe you've done this. Had Aaron watched his recordings over and that was in the film, I think I would have included in one of my movie babies paranormal activity. That's the thing. Because yeah. that's how they find out that some creepy shit is going down. And no point did we ever credit Micah or Mika, sorry, in the paranormal activity films of being a smart character. Yeah. But even he looked over the <laughs> tapes he was making. Why was Aaron making tapes if not to watch them himself? He wasn't even a scene where he would upload them online to YouTube. He was just filming because. Just filming. And that is infuriating. Yep. Yep. He just likes pressing that button, seeing that Mm. red light. Mm. (laughs) Like even if he had mentioned, oh, I'm starting to record myself at home because some weird stuff has happened and I want records for the, if the police, you know, get involved. Perfect little line. Kind of doesn't show why he's not looking back at it, but at least he's giving a reason. Yeah. Because we know why he was filming for the first half hour. It's everything after that, the wheels fall off. That's right. Correct. Oh, Aaron. Like talking to the camera. Like, <laughs> okay, I've just been sent this. Uh, yeah, what's that for? Yeah. Is he making a documentary about this guy now? Like is he- Even like-, like hey, There's uh, no explanation. My, my wife's out of town and I'm sending her videos. Nothing. Yeah. Like he's not even addressing- he's, he's addressing the physical camera and not even like, hi, Terry, blah, blah, blah. Like nothing. It's just camera. Yeah. Speaking of wives, why does Aaron never ask- about Joseph's family. Like he says, this is the family cabin. I'm doing this for my boy. Uh, she's, uh, she's pregnant. Where the hell is she? Aaron, he, he never asks. Like even just in passing, why is your, not, why is your wife not, not with you here? I don't, 
Hearn's a bad journalist. I, well, I just couldn't. I just oh. couldn't get over that. That there, there were is these. Is he a journalist? I think he's just a, a camera guy. There, there he's were, a bad guy. <laughs> there were foundational questions that he didn't ask. Mm. Like even just as a conversation, you've just met this person. He's told you he survived cancer. He's told you he he has a pregnant wife. Wouldn't you just even as a reaction just ask? Oh well, then where is she? You know, is she at the shops? Is she coming? Are we expecting her later? I think. I think. At the start, didn't he mention that she's at home and this is their like holiday cabin? This is the holiday home. Yeah, but, yeah. but then even even then, wouldn't you just as a reaction ask, well, why is she not here? Is she coming later? Are you doing a film yeah. with yeah. her for your for your boy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just even basic logistics. Do I need to set up a, a, a second lighting rig somewhere? Are we going to do like a face to face interview? Oh, he didn't have. He's a he's he clear. had. Uh, a handheld camera. Yeah, he's not a very good documenter. <laughs> now, yeah, I think it's one of those. Okay, there were two people credited in this entire film, which they did, like. Even the woman whose voice we hear briefly didn't get a mention, at least in IMDb. Right. I think the credits probably had a couple of people listed, but not not good enough apparently to make it onto the website. <laughs> um, maybe, perhaps, when they filmed, you know, five hours of footage, there were these questions, and it, it honestly maybe it was pacing. Because this Possibly. film is lean. It's very, very fast, very quickly put together. Oh, it's not put together, but very quickly um, assembled. So, yeah, maybe it just... Possibly. I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised that, it, that it's not in there. And in the, in the film that we have, it's frustrating that Aaron is that dumb. He's not even dumb. He's just... Just stupid. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. He's what just a bad just ASMR. Just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think while he is not an intelligent person, at no point is he sold as being an intelligent person. I think it's just he's caught up. Like that's the thing because mm. watching from start to finish, the first time <clears throat> I didn't go like, yes, this is weird. Yes, I'm watching a horror movie, but you're not making any choices that are so far out yes. of the question yep. that I lose connection with it like oh, yeah you're, ma- you're making questionable choices but no downright bad choices even meeting in a park it's an open public space usually you'd be able to see someone coming uh other people around daytime yeah. like that's not a that's not an unreasonable thing um, let's just sit and stare the opposite way of, <laughs> yeah. while waiting Ducks are really funny, Alex. <laughs> the, yeah, a, the two things he did badly for me were not looking over the tapes and staring into the distance like a moron. Yeah. Like you're the, waiting for like, someone who you're terrified of. Look. The, the monologue that Joseph has at the end of the film perfectly sums up all of the flaws in yeah. the film as far as I'm concerned, and that's that Aaron really is an idiot. He just – or naive, I guess, yeah. is, is, is a better word for that. Trusting. Yeah. 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 Oh, Aaron, is there any more bad guys? Or are you guys going to move on to verdicts? I've got no. a question. I'd love to answer it. Who's watching the film? Uh, Joseph. This is, fa- Joseph. Uh, 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 this is found footage. Joseph, at the end of it, makes a recording of himself having watched Which I imagine the is- recordings of Aaron, and he puts the CD away in the cupboard. Who's watching the film? Who's the audience? Mm. So okay. you've got to watch the second one. <laughs> Joseph gets the tapes and continues taping on up until the point that well, he, he's, he's taking the tape. Right. So he puts on the wall and then he starts his own and it's just connected on at the end. That's it, right? There's just a conduct- the, the point you're after is where did Aaron end and where did Joseph begin? Because it's just no, that no, last no, no, scene. No, 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 no. This is a found footage, right, story. Yes. Okay. You've got. And, and, and oh, you've had of it, the audience get a hold of it. Who is the audience? Oh, yeah. 
Who is the audience? It's. It, I mean, it's certainly not explained. Again, I don't want to spoil anything. No, no, no. But no. there's a second film. Understood. And but <laughs> in but as far as the first film is concerned, yes, yeah. there's nothing to even suggest what may have happened. Mm. Did I, Joseph I get caught? That Did that he? Is them leaving it open. Okay. The fact that you see him watching it, putting it away, and there's still a camera. He's still recording, and you're okay. still seeing it. So you're not watching what he's just put away. Like it's a nice a scene, yeah. and I and I yeah. get that they they were initially going to make a comedy, and that th- that comes through very very strongly through Th- that last scene through the film. Yeah. Now it's a nice kind of okay. I guess when you when you're thinking about filmmaking, I can understand how this came up as an idea, and they said yes, let's put it in because we're not making a serious film. Yep. And it was and and it works very well for the film, but then you start to think about it in its own in its own universe, and you know who the hell is watching this thing? Mm. Just it doesn't make any sense. That last scene where he's talking to the camera himself about you know how wonderful Aaron is feels like it could be you know the same writing style we got from like what we do in the shadows, like talking yeah. about one of their victims. Like yeah, they're really quite a sweet person, yeah. but you know a vampire's got to eat. You know <laughs> that kind of yeah. That's right. I yeah. All right. Well, guys, move on to verdicts. Very unsatisfying. Unboxing scene. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll leave it there. <laughs> but to be the man, you gotta beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Slap it on with the might of Zeus. All right, is this film a good one or a bad one? This is a bad one. Let's not watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Highly disagree with you, Alex. (laughs) Well, okay. uh, Who wants to go first? I just did. Alex. (laughs) That was me. That was me, Andrew. (laughs) I was thoroughly entertained and I look forward to watching this film again. It's very digestible. It's short. It's like an hour and a quarter long. Yeah. Um, Five minutes of credits as well. (laughs) And it's, it's not... It's not an awful film by any measure. It's it, as I say, I was I was very entertained the whole way through. Screaming at it, it it, uh, it it got me engaged. And the performances, the dialogue is not brilliant, but the performances are very rewatchable. And I look forward to watching it again. Wonderful, Zan. Yeah, I have a, I have a very similar relationship with this film. I think it is uh, at least a little bit because the stakes are low for this film. Like it's not a. It's not like the next Halloween or whatever. Um, and I think that there, because it does have that dark comedy aspect, you can forgive a lot of the like uh, creepy bit because it could have just been a joke that didn't land or yeah. like difference in a comedic timing or what have you. But yeah, this this is as much as any horror movie ever, this is probably the closest to like a, a candy movie. For me, mm. like this is something that is very low stakes and you can just enjoy. It um, works. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't enjoy the second as much as the first, but the second is still very good. Um, so I'm interested to know where they're going with the third because I only thought there was two before I read that there was a third. In right. Words. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. a yes from me. I'm really interested in watching number two, which obviously means I recommend this first one. This is the kind of horror movie that I can personally enjoy because it is more just building up of tension. I know the jump scares were kind of played for jokes. That still pisses me off. I don't like them in my films. You cut them out. This film goes up a couple of points. (laughs) Because you don't like 
jump jumping. Yeah. <laughs> so like the train, uh, one of the big freight trains came by today and it did like the big old, the big boy horn and it terrified <laughs> me. So, and I jumped and I was like, fuck you train. I, I was watching you coming for a kilometer and a half. Um, no, I, I did enjoy this. And yeah, like you said, it's, it's almost like it's a fun size candy bar compared yeah, to some it movies. Really like is. it's just bam and it's gone. But I'm really curious where the story goes. So I can't fault it because I watch a lot of horror movies. I'm like, I am done with you, sir. So. <laughs> I think, yeah, rewatching horror movies, knowing what's what's going on is kind of difficult. I think, again, the, the fun is in introducing new people to it. Yeah. But also this feels like the kind of one that I think I can rewatch and pick up more yeah. creepy things here and there that maybe first time I, I knew the guy was the bad guy going in just because I had to put the trailer together for the intro to this episode. I know, so, I, but I never had the reaction that you did that maybe it's Aaron who is the, the killer. Yeah. My, my focus was always on Yosef as he's the creep and I'm just waiting to, to see when he, when he does his creepy th- move. And to be fair, Aaron did drug a guy. So maybe he's not so innocent. Um, yeah. So that brings us to the deathmatch portion that Alex ruined forever. Um, so Ruined or made yeah. twice as good? So we- fi- I mean, I'm going to amend it right now. Dumbledore used a time turn and went back. <laughs> no. Yeah, don't we don't need to make this as hard as you're trying to make it. No, it's funny. Just to complain. I want to complain about this for months to come. That's why oh, I okay. said to watch bad movies. Dumbledore no. went back and no. said, Jacob, I'm going to take this. And Jacob was like, no, fuck you. Queenie, come with me. Now Queenie took on are the you fucking troll ma- hunter. Jacob third, also, third yes, reality. I'm going to make this fucking hard for you. No, but there's no need. <laughs> In canon, uh, we have two champions simultaneously because three, we had a three. we had a Queenies. split that went on because Queenies. Alex played a funny prank and now I'm living with the consequences. <laughs> um, so we have Troll Hunter in one round and Dumbledore from the Fantastic Beasts series specifically mm-hmm. in the other mm-hmm. round. So Zane, this mm-hmm. was your movie. Who's versing who? Well, Yosef, of course. Yeah. Uh, in wolf form or in human form? <laughs> well, I think that Dumbledore's weakness would be a sexy wolf. Ooh. And the wolf, when he first appears, <laughs> I feel like he was trying to be sexy, like he was rubbing his butt up against a door for some reason. I think that I think definitely that Dumbledore would be at least distracted before the axe came into his head. And then... We know that Joseph is willing to like throw money to buy goodwill from people, and Troll Hunter is very amenable to being paid a little he's, bit more. He, well, he's just a guy as well. He's yeah. going to be sympathetic towards another guy. And I think that Troll Hunter would be like, "Hey, here's ten thousand dollars. Let's uh, you just go to a park. I'll meet you there. Put on my wolf head. Don't worry. I just got an axe. I want to cut down that tree. Just look at the ducks for a bit. Whack." I think Joseph takes it all. And then, of course, Queenie will come in. She's not susceptible to a uh, sexy wolf. To a sexy wolf. So she will just uh, kill him and then go on to be our reigning champion. I will say, I'm with you on the troll hunter. Mm. I think that he is very easily swayed by cash. Um, I believe from our Harry Potter reviews, where I had to, I was question boy getting shit filled in, you guys filled me in about Dumbledore being like an expert in, is it oculency? Like the whole reading someone's mind bullshit. So I don't think sexy Maybe. wolf stuff's going to get past a man that can literally read your mind by talking to you. Uh, 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 we are. And so we, neither can Queenie. We have we have young Dumbledore, and young Dumbledore is currently referred to as the Dumbledore. greatest wizard mm-hmm. that ever lived. But still horny. Maybe. But still horny. Still horny Dumbledore. And if we're introducing that he's a bit of a furry as well, which yeah, I, which I kind of buy. That's canon. It's not canon at all. It's canon. He he could be he could be in a in a in a frame of mind that leaves him very vulnerable 
to the persuasions of Joseph. And Fantastic Beast, he has those peach fuzz. bracelets, which means that he, the ministry he, can he, he's, watch he's him. going to be very, uh, uh, you know, he won't want to cast too many spells because the ministry will be like, oh, why did you kill some random guy? Right. He's got to be careful. He's treading on water. Okay. There we so, have it. Joseph no, wins. No, the timeline no, is once again. It is not. <laughs> Guys, there is no reality in which Dumbledore um, fucks I a believe, wolf man. Seb, it is a table vote. Now we have two. Now there is a possible third yes or no for whether Joseph. There is no evidence of Dumbledore going for a furry's period. There's no evidence and that there you're isn't. saying that he's susceptible, even though this whole story of Fantastic Beasts is he's literally in love with someone else. You're saying he's real horny. No, oh, he's hey, horny for hey, one hey, person. Hey, let's not kink shame here. Polyamory <laughs> is a thing, Seb. But he's had no evidence of it being his thing, and he's also in a committed relationship. No, no, no. They are in, in Crimes of Grindelwald, they are canonically not together. But he wants to be with this one person. That's like me pining no, over one girl and then fucking him, someone else. But they've made a blood pact that they can't. But then he looks in the mirror and the one thing he wants is Grindelwald. He is a good swoon. Grindelwald and you don't back think, when he was a teenager. And you don't think that's going to excite, that's going to light some fire okay, in, his, in his soul? Everyone has the capability of loving anyone, but extinguish. this person currently is entangled with someone's my point. So I don't think a wolf rubbing its butt against the wall is going to do anything. Alex, care to cast your decision-making vote. So let me get this straight. Or <laughs> <sighs> gay, as it Please, were. I welcome you to ruin your favorite canon because I have. I this is now. I realize this is a win-win situation for me. So hey, I have to watch you hurt yourself or join hey, me. Seb, Seb, <laughs> so, animagus are a thing, a real thing. But Dumbledore hasn't shown a propensity to fuck them. That's the thing <laughs> on screen because in they're book. kids' movies. <laughs> on screen or in book or in hint in book. Once he closes that his 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 bedroom Once door, anyone you don't closes know. their bedroom door, anything's possible. Doesn't mean it is possible. Hey, hey J.K. Rowling revealed via tweet that Dumbledore was gay. Yeah. So what is to stop her from revealing by a tweet that he's also into wolf costumes? Well, she hasn't yet, so we can only work with what we know. Alex, care to make a make a make a statement either way? Dumbledore had a soft spot for a young werewolf that it's attended true, Hogwarts. Did he fuck Lupin? Remus no, no, Lupin. Soft spot, not no. a hard spot. Okay, interesting. A soft spot. <laughs> he welcomed him with open arms. I think that's a throwback to him wanting to fuck a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Please ruin. I, I can't wait for the new logo of this show. <laughs> what? This is great. Hold, hold on. We're also killing Dumbledore. So that it's not exactly yeah. canon as far no, no, no. as Harry Potter is going. He could die a furry, <laughs> and everything and everything is fine. fine. Welcome you to actively make a wrong choice and to shoot your cannon in the foot. This but is don't, great. Don't worry. Um, what happens after <laughs> Joseph kills Dumbledore is that Queenie comes in with a time turner and her oculumency, no, her legilimency, yep. sees Joseph for what he is, kills him, time turns, saves. Dumbledore and goes on to be the reigning champion. Solved. So really the uh, winner between Dumbledore and Joseph is Queenie. Okay, that's Excellent. fine. <laughs> but we still have the parallel world now where Wolf, uh, Joseph beat the Troll Hunter. Yeah, so the so Troll there's still two. Dead, there's still two. And then the Troll Hunter's dead. Yep. And then Queenie travels between worlds. Kills kills Joseph there as well. Kills him <laughs> in all all other worlds. Uh and and goes on to be the reigning champion. I don't think that happens. Legilimency. That's not how that, you just said a word. It's mind reading. But it's not 
the ability to travel between parallel universes. Magic. They've also never done that. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> like, why also, am I defending your shitty cannons? This also, is nothing. None of the rules are also there. Also, Joseph never went to Iceland. You know how, <laughs> remember how long we had to deal with freaking what's her, the Calhoun? Calhoun because we just ignored all the logic from her movie, yeah. and that was stupid. We didn't you ignore gotta... it. It was it was perfectly justified every single time. No, because she had extra lives, even though she was outside of our game. Guys, the canon matters. When, when Otherwise, man, what's the point of the magic argument? Is at hand. Anything is possible. No, it's not. <laughs> there are rules. You can't even. What's the whole? You can't just create food. Your magic has to assemble pre-existing ingredients to make them into a meal. It doesn't just create nothing. Something. The the laws of the universe still apply. Yeah. Okay. So, Queenie. Sends a message through the universes <laughs> but she to can't. Queenie in the other universe. How powerful do you think she is? Because she's not very. Seb, you've been outvoted. I'm sure there will be many more opportunities oh. to squeeze out. And I just intertwine some timeline. This is me. Lines. I've walked into the um, like to the special needs classroom <laughs> in a school, and I'm having to explain to the kids that a square has four sides, and that's just a fact. But they're just so convinced it's a circle. But you yourself have said that Dumbledore is the greatest living wizard and she has just saved his life. Surely the greatest living wizard could help this very gifted Legilimens send a message through the universes to herself in another universe saying kill this this guy because he's bad news. There are franchises we will cover where people can do that. Harry Potter is currently not one of them. We'll see. We'll (laughs) see. All right, well, that wraps up that good review that definitely was not bad. That's mm-hmm. the quality that we promise here sometimes. Um, we yep. can be reached on various forms of social media and other forms of non-social media that we will make social on our own end. Um, we have an email address, secondtakepodcast at gmail.com, and you can jump onto our website where you can, uh, I think our schedule is still up for the rest of the year at least. We haven't uploaded next year's yet, but it, um, yeah, secondtakepodcast.com. Yes. Tweet us at secondtaketNC. Uh, we have an Instagram where you can look at pictures of stuff, and that is, you got excuse this. me, at Second Take Podcast. And there's Instagram. a tweed jacket on there. There's a lovely tweed jacket on there that. Let's talk about the tweed jacket. <laughs> was it the blue Why one? did you take a picture of a tweed jacket? Uh, we had an Instagram and podcasts are purely a audible uh, medium, so mm. I was like, I need to take a picture of something, and of a tweed jacket it was. There you go. But now we've got like film screenings and stuff on there, which is a bit more. And if all that fails you, you can find us on Facebook at Second Take Podcast. And that's a thing that we use. The end. We need rules. Looking for the best deal on car or home insurance? Time to get busy. Do your research. Search online. Shop around. Ask a mate. Maybe the postman? Or for the best quote for you from the leading insurers, call Acorn Insurance on 1890-800-222 or visit acorninsurance.ie. That's it in a nutshell. Acorn Brokerage Limited Trading as Acorn Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.